Well, that's it. It's time to go. Time to get some new Republican leadership. Uh, sorry, got to hand out some pink slips at the top of the RNC. Uh, we don't seem to have anybody in our leadership who can do anything positive for the Republican Party. In fact, I'm going to be honest with you. I would go so far as to say that our Republican leadership has done more for the Democrats than they have for the Republicans. Uh, they are not able to win these elections. They are not able to to give us the uh, power positions that we need. It's time to you pack up your box, RNC folks. You know, see, there's the door. Don't let it hit you where the good Lord split you. What's up? This is Mark K saves the Republic. Man, I was watching the election returns yesterday, and I'm not saying that I got excited. Like, I knew better. In fact, my son came to me on Sunday night, and he goes, Daddy, uh, Georgia runoffs tomorrow. Who do you think is going to win? And I was like, you know, I would like the conservative candidate to win. I'd like a Republican to win. I'd like a 50-50 split in the Senate. I'd like to know that our party can at least do one thing right, that knowing the importance of this Georgia runoff, that knowing we had an extra month to get out there and campaign and canvas and get out the vote and make sure people were getting their ballots in and showing up on election day, making sure that the candidate was well-versed and out there campaigning as hard as possible, making sure that the ground game was solid, making sure that we had whatever we needed in place to get the amount of votes that we needed to at least maintain a 50-50 split uh, in the in the Senate, which is very important because Democrats are evil people and giving them more power is just bad for the United States of America and the world. Um, I said, well, I would like all of that to happen. I'm going to be honest with you. My gut tells me it's going to go the other way. My gut tells me Raphael Warnock's going to win. My gut tells me that the Republicans are going to screw up yet another election. The leadership in our party, the RNC, Rona McDaniel and everybody else who's supposedly in charge of getting people elected to the Senate uh, the, the RNC, even I'm going to be honest with you, I love Rick Scott, but that guy was supposed to get more Republicans elected to the Senate than Democrats, and it didn't happen. We need to revamp. We need to go in. We need to say, hey, look, here's the problems, and let's make sure that we have people who know how to win elections running our, running our uh, electoral systems, not the candidates. I want, to, I want to be perfectly clear about this. I hear a lot of BS from the media. I hear a lot of BS from Republicans. I hear a lot of BS from talking heads, even radio folk uh, like me, only not like me because, well, they're, you know, anyway. Uh, but I hear a lot of BS from people and they're talking about candidate selection. You know, you turn on the, you turn on the TV, you, you see the Republicans talking, they're like, you know what? Qual we need candidate quality. That's what they call it. Candidate quality is lacking. I hear people talk about candidate quality and I want to throw something at the TV. It has nothing to do with candidate quality. This is an election you're talking about. You don't win elections because you have quality candidates. Not anymore. That's old school thinking. Sure, back in the day, you would win an election because your candidate looked better or sounded better or had more experience. Nowadays, that doesn't matter. It's all about how many votes you get on election day and most importantly, how many votes you get before election day. Candidate quality is a lame excuse that the Republicans are going to use to throw Herschel Walker under the bus, to throw Blake Masters under the bus, to throw Carrie Lake under the bus. I'll be honest with you, those three people are better quality candidates than any of the folks they were running against. Even Dr. Oz, who I believe was a low quality candidate, was a higher quality candidate than the guy he beat. That's how, or the guy he lost to. That's how I know. That's how I know that candidate quality has nothing to do with it. The Republican Party needs to, needs to clean house. They need to get rid of everybody at the top. Say, you people couldn't win an election if your lives depended on it, which, let's be honest, their lives do depend on it, and they still screw it up. They go out there. They, they spend a lot of money on campaign ads. They throw a bunch of rallies. Rallies don't cut it. you got to go out there, and you've got to do the dirty deeds that the Democrats are doing to get the deed done. 
You've got to go out there and say, hey, all right, let's harvest some ballots for Republicans. Why don't we? Hey, early voting, fine. Let's get a bunch of buses together on a Saturday or a Sunday or after church. Let's go out and make sure all the conservatives are voting early so that on election day, we don't have to wait until the last hour till all the daily votes come in and we're already behind a million and a half. And, oh, you know what? It's easier to get people to vote early than it is on election day because if you have eight days, you can plan ahead. If you have one day, and you get sick or you get into a car accident or your kid beats somebody up at school and you've got to go pick them up, all of a sudden you've screwed the pooch and you don't get to vote. And candidate quality is not the excuse. It's, it's, I'll tell you what it is. It's Republican National Committee quality. It's election quality. Because when you look at candidate quality, I mean, Raphael Warnock was a crappy ass candidate. This dude is a this dude is a racist. He's a misogynist. This dude is uh, uh, probably a criminal. This dude is is an anti-Semite. He tried to run over his wife with a car. He's a slumlord. There's no redeeming qualities about Raphael Warnock. The only reason he won is because the Democrats got more votes on Election Day and leading up to it than Herschel Walker did. There's not nobody looks at Raphael Warnock and goes, man, you are the guy for Georgia. They're voting for issues anyway. They're voting because the Democrats are scaring them into thinking their abortions are going to be taken away or their their social security is going to disappear. They want you to think that Herschel Walker is a MAGA Republican who's going to storm the Capitol. They want you to think that he's some kind of insurrectionist because Donald Trump endorsed him. That's not at all true. Candidate quality had nothing to do with it. You could have picked anybody, thrown him in a suit, and the Democrats would have done whatever it took to get that person elected. They had some of the worst candidates in the world. Look at John Fetterman. John Fetterman is a walking potato. He's literally a six foot nine Mr. Potato Head doll with a hoodie. This guy has not been able to speak a, a clear sentence since the primary. This guy is a is a, a socialist. He's a radical. He chased a black man through the streets with a shotgun. This guy has no redeeming qualities. He lives in his parents' basement. He has no experience. And Pennsylvania, one of the largest economies in the country, Pennsylvania, one of the most populated states, Pennsylvania, one of the largest energy producers we have, elected this clown show who, again, whose synapses in his brain aren't working right and who hates fracking. It's not because of candidate quality. This is an unqualified candidate. The quality of the Democrat candidates are bad, but they have the machine that gets anybody elected. You could have put a hamster in a hoodie and the Democrats would have gotten them elected in Pennsylvania. It's really pathetic. Rona McDaniel's got to go. Whoever else is in charge of this thing has got to go. Mitch McConnell's got to go because that guy just doesn't care anymore. And I'm going to be honest with you. The last person that I know of who has the chutzpah and the know-how and is you know, willing to get down and dirty in the streets and battle for every vote and make sure that this thing happens the way or goes the way it should go. The person who's who's going to be ahead of the game and who's going to be taking the chances, the person who's really the last person I can think of who successfully ran a national campaign for the Republican Party was Kellyanne Conway. And I don't know what we have. I know she's got her own polling business now. I know she's got a consultancy. I know she's all over the news all the time, but Kellyanne Conway is the last person. She was the first woman, BT dubs. Uh, sorry, Keith. She was the first woman to successfully helm a presidential campaign. She got Donald Trump elected in 2016. It was also the last time the Republicans won a national campaign. They lost in 2020 and Kellyanne Conway was not part of that machine. They lost in 2022. I mean, sure, we got a slim majority in the House, but nowhere near what we needed 
Kellyanne Conway, instead of being decimated, should have been elevated. They made fun of her because she worked with Donald Trump. They made fun of her because her daughter was this crazy TikToker who called her the B word. They made fun of her because her husband's a Lincoln Project butt wipe. They made fun of her because she put up her, she put her bare feet on the couch in the Oval Office. Who cares? She did the job. She got Donald Trump, who, by the way, was a quality candidate. Let's be honest. I mean, you have that as well, too. But she got Donald Trump elected. She had the messaging. She knew what needed to be done. She knew where the attack needed to be. She knew where he needed to go when she got him there. And, and the rallies, sure, the rallies were great. But guess what? Everybody's doing rallies now. Rallies are great to boost excitement. But unless you get these people rallied to the polls early or rallied to the polls on Election Day, it's not going to make a it's not going to make a it's not going to make a, a snowball's bit of difference. Is that even a saying? I'm just making sayings up now. This is you can tell I'm a little agitated. I'm talking very fast, but you can tell that uh, I'm a little agitated because I'm making fr- I'm pulling phrases out of my butt and pretending like they're old school. Uh, you know, they're old school colloquialisms. You don't have a snowball's chance in a sewing kit of putting two threads together and making it squawk like an eagle on a Saturday night. That's what, that's my new, that's how angry I am. I'm just, I'm just ran, ran, randomly grabbing nouns and verbs and tossing them together to try to convince you that that's some kind of actual saying and phrase from back where I come from. But, uh, but it's, it's just, it's to the point where we need to tear it all down. Candidates don't matter. Here's what matters. The issues matter. And we have some really good issues. We have some really good issues. One of the best issues we have is um, the borders wide open and Joe Biden doesn't care and drugs and rapists and criminals and all these people are coming through and we need to make that a bigger deal. We need to make more people care that they could be shot and killed by some kind of murderous thug or anti- or uh, ISIS terrorist coming through the border than they will ever need to worry about getting an abortion. We need people to realize that their genders don't matter, but the amount of money they have in their bank account does. That it doesn't matter if you call yourself a man, a woman, an it, a they, a z, a g, a cat, a cow, a whatever. All that matters is that the government under Joe Biden is about to dig into your bank account and take out all the money that they can. They're going to scour your Venmo account. And if you made over, if you made a transaction over $600, they want their tax money. We have better issues. They want to make sure that people fighting in the military are comfortable in their own skin and that they're not being misgendered. They want to make sure that you are vaccinated against a disease that won't kill you. That's 99.9%. Uh, you have, your body has a 99.9% ability of fighting off on its own. They want to make sure you're vaccinated against that in the military. And if you're not, they're going to fire you. They would rather you not go and put your life on the line for your country. They'd rather you put your life on the line for Dr. Fauci. This is a misplaced government. This is a pathetic regime. None of the ideas in the Democrat Party make any common sense, but it doesn't matter because they are able to fearmonger. They are able to trick people. They are able to swindle and cajole and bribe folks into voting for them. Not just the typical groups like African-Americans and Latinos. Those people are actually those people are actually moving over to the conservative side of the aisle and Republicans are are winning in that area. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's in charge of that. I think just basically, I, I think that that's just basically, you know, a bunch of groups just being sick and tired of, of being taken advantage of by the Democrats for decades. But now you've got to look at these other groups like the young people, you know, Generation Z. Is that what we're on? I don't know, are we on gener- Are we on another generation? Is it still Gen Z? I was watching yesterday. I think it was I think it was Hannity. I was watching some of the election returns. And Newt Gingrich, who's old as the hills, but is probably the smartest person we have in the Republican Party right now, said, look. 
we're losing Gen Z and we're going to continue to lose unless we get Gen Z. And he actually said, I know TikTok is a Chinese uh, tool of propaganda and mind control, but it's where all these kids are. So until it's shut down nationwide, get your ass on TikTok, Republicans, and start telling these kids that conservatism is the way to go and that the Democrats are going to steal their rights and steal their money and steal their livelihood. In fact, I've, I've been on TikTok forever. There's tons of conservatives on TikTok, tons of young conservatives on TikTok, and the candidates are ignoring them. Why? Because they believe it's a Chinese spy app. Guess what? The Chinese have all your information and the Democrats are just going in and, and raking in voters. It's, it's incredible to me how short-sighted the leadership of our country is, or the leadership of our party is, also our country, our country and our party. Basically, everybody sucks. <laughs> that's, that's the message today. I'm gonna, you know what? I think I'm going to make that the title of today's Mark K Show Saves the Republic podcast. Everybody sucks. Herschel Walker would have been a great senator for Georgia. He would have kept the Senate even 50-50. He would have made sure that our committees in the Senate are still even 50-50 Republican and Democrats. He would have been that buffer against, you know, busting up the filibuster and making all these ridiculous, all these ridiculous, you know, laws that Joe Biden will sign willy-nilly. And don't think that Congress is going to help. We have a slim majority in Congress, and if they cut the right deal, man, we're all screwed. Don't think that these Republicans in Congress, we don't, well, sure, we've got a conservative caucus, we've got the new Tea Party, we've got the MAGA Republicans, but they're powerful, but not powerful enough to stop everything, especially if one of them cuts a deal with another one, or if Kevin McCarthy has to roll over to the other side to cut a deal with the Democrats so that he can be the Speaker of the House, because not all these conservatives believe he's conservative enough to be the Speaker of the House. There's a lot of problems. There's a lot of issues, and it all begins with the top-down. Clean house. If a, if a football team loses an entire, like, three seasons in a row, the coach is fired. They, the offensive coordinator is fired. The defensive coordinator is fired. You get yourself a new quarterback. We need all of that to happen right now. And everybody needs to understand that it's game time. We need to make sure that we don't – the ads on TV don't matter – the interviews don't matter. You're preaching to the choir anyway. What matters is getting out there and getting people who are going to vote for conservatives to vote for conservatives. Getting people who aren't sure if they're going to vote for conservatives or Democrats to vote for conservatives. We've got to make sure that the people that are being petrified to death by the Democrats of Republicans are now being scared poopless of voting for Democrats. That's our job. That's our goal. We've got to figure out a way to do it. And we need leadership at the top who's going to get that done as well. And right now we don't have that. Anyway, I hope you have a great day. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to be, it's going to be a wild two years. It's going to be a wild two years. And I'm not sure what's going to happen with Donald Trump. I'm not sure what's going to happen with Ron DeSantis. I'm not sure what's going to happen with anyone else who thinks that they want to be the Republican candidate for president. But I'll tell you this, they've got to realize right now, Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, these people, they need to realize that if they have, if they want to win, if they want a reindeer's chance in Finland, again, I'm just making up crap as I go along. If they want a reindeer's chance in, in Finland of, of winning another election or ever being president of the United States as a Republican, it is their time. They've got to go now and they've got to say, Rona McDaniel, thank you for your service. Hit the bricks, lady. Take your crap and get out. They've got to go to Rick Scott and be like, Rick Scott, hey, thanks so much for your leadership. But you didn't get anybody. They've got to go to Mitch McConnell and be like, dude, you are screwing us. Every one of these Republican senators, and I know it won't happen because a lot of them, the majority of them are, 
are, are, you know, tied in with Mitch McConnell, but they've all got to go and say, look, this is, this is over. You cannot continue to push the wrong candidate and continue this infighting in the Republican party. You've got to take your money and you've got to put it where it, where it needs to be. And it needs to be in winning elections. We've got, we've got more Democrats in two years up for election in their Senate seats that, uh, than we do Republicans. We have more Democrats who are vulnerable. It's not impossible to win back the Senate. Joe Manchin's seat in West Virginia should go to a Republican. We should be able in West Virginia to literally put a hamster in a hoodie up against Joe Manchin and win that race. But don't, don't ever, ever, don't ever underestimate the power of the Democrat Party. They will lie, cheat, steal. They will lose sleep. They will bribe people. They will get as many ballots, as many votes for their candidate as they need to because they are power hungry. And that is, some, that is something the Republican Party needs to, to, needs to realize. There's no dignity in losing. I would rather be an undignified or an immoral winner than I would a dignified loser because a dignified loser is still a loser. Anyway, I'll leave you with that. Also, please don't forget to share this podcast. If you know anyone of Gen Z, like that's the thing. If you know someone in Gen Z, if you know someone who's a youngster, if you know somebody who's maybe, uh, you know, not sure whether the conservative party has anything for them or the conservative movement has anything for them and they've been voting for Democrats, like, you know, like idiot Gen Z's usually do, then share this podcast with them. Maybe not the part where I called them idiots, but, you know, share this, share my video, share my show, let them know. We care about them. We need them. And the Democrats are wrong for them. In fact, come January, I'm going to re- I'm going to put together some great shows about how Generation Z needs to be conservative, that the the Democrats are lying to them and that just like African-American voters and Latino voters have realized the truth, eventually Gen Z is going to realize the truth, too. But they need to do it now before it's too late. I'm going to put together. I mean, it's, it's important that we're able to flip as many votes in two years to the conservative movement. And if it takes new candidates, fine, but it's definitely going to take new leadership at the top. Anyway, uh, thanks so much for joining me. Share this podcast, share this video, share everything with everybody, you know, especially people who don't vote Republican, because those are the people we need to, we need to get to, we need to teach them and make them realize that they're doing it wrong and that we need their help so that we can all seriously, like for real, for real, save the Republic.